0: Welcome back to the Retro Nama Pod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast podcast where we discuss things from our past, present, and future. I almost forgot our intro lines for the first time in a long time, which means my name is Toby. And across this world, I miss working with him, redheaded, best friend, and co-host Rick. I'm. It's been a minute since we've done this, dude. I apologize.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, we both had stuff that happened, you know, Is she that in? it just life, man. Like if
0: hey, sometimes I just, I genuinely hate it, like yeah. I, genuinely where I'm just like, my parents are assholes. They should have never brought me in here. Like this is bullshit. I'm getting screwed with bills and taxes.
1: I didn't ask for this.
0: No, no. I talked to a gentleman about putting solar panels on my roof today like adulting is weird it's adulting weird. Is weird you the homeowner yeah i yeah yeah i am i am the homeowner. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, what are up. you trying to sell me bro because i can buy it
1: <laughs> i could say fuck you get the hell off my property or i could say i'm interested let's talk no more
0: yeah yeah exactly so <laughs> that happened and then my computer decided to it was kind oh. of my fault i think i think it was kind of my fault It was also kind of not my fault because I turned off a breaker that turned off like half of my house, so something's fucked. And that's a whole nother issue, right? But I didn't expect that to happen. Included in that was my computer. And when I flipped the breaker back on, a little zip, zip, zippity-doo, and I blew up a hard drive. it's the first time that I've lost a hard drive. Never lost a hard drive.
1: Yeah, put some duct tape on that breaker and be like, do
0: not touch. Oh yeah, immediately. It's just like no. Like that's a no no one. Unless that's... the house is on fire or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't touch. That's the big red button for the house.
1: Yeah, exactly. This turns weird, off <laughs> turns off the house.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's been a it's been a time. But new hard drive, new operating system, and a lot of downloading. Mm. And I just... I'm still, I I still don't have everything. (laughs) I'm sure there's (laughs) stuff I'm forgetting.
1: (laughs) Still a little, little shaky, like a brand new baby doe, just learning how to walk. And you're like, okay, you're doing okay, but.
0: We're getting there.
1: (laughs) It'll all work out.
0: Weird weird (laughs) comparison.
1: (laughs) Well, let's, let's, let's get to it. Let's get down with the weird question of the week. Starting off strong. Is it possible to do reps while doing rips? This was the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, weird question of the week, I believe. Which?
0: Oh yeah, because I I believe we answered. So the last episode last week, right? Um, we mm-hmm. answered that. So we gave an answer to a weird question that no one had heard yet right i realized that after (laughs) posting it and i was just like i didn't think about it when we like recorded our next episode and answered the the previous you know question or whatever however we did it um but yeah when when we posted that next episode we had answered a question a weird question which i mean the way the format is fine or whatever it's good but yeah they people like what the fuck are they talking about
1: i know they're like wait what yeah right. now we're
0: going back to our you know normally scheduled program, so is it possible to do reps while doing rips? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna flat out answer i'm gonna say yes, but what are we doing rips of like like <laughs> like are we ripping our no is man. it bong rips is it, it bong, bong rips? rips that's what my mind went to immediately. I was like, right could you i mean if you have to be like low weight reps, you know, because like imagine like trying to go like to your your bench press max, right? Like like you you know you're hit you're sitting me, down on me. the bench, you take a big old bong rip, and like once you pull it down, you like <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> all the blood pressure just releasing from your body from holding it, oh, you no. and your muscles clenching. I imagine that you would be as high as you've ever been. Like, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> it's just as like direct, like you might as well have it strapped to your veins yeah, at that yeah. point.
0: You're, you're as high as you've ever been. <laughs> like, easy.
1: Doing Something. the inverted inverted uh, uh, sit-ups, you know, where you're hanging upside down and then you take a hit and then you have to do a crunch and then... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, mean, Dude, I
0: couldn't it, even imagine.
1: I, t- I, I, I mean... I imagine I mean this is the most like straightforward one I think we've ever had where it's like yes
0: is it physically possible? Yes. It's yes. technically physically impossible to kill yourself <laughs> by smoking marijuana in general. You know, okay, so
1: <laughs> it's like 1970s when they'd be smoking a cigarette while they're on the elliptical or some shit, you know, like try to work out but they're still smoking cuz it was okay back then. They didn't know.
0: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just a muscle beach. Motherfuckers are chained. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, they're up with bumping. their oil bodies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 one's a dumbbell, one's a joint.
0: Okay. So, the other thing that I thought of, and I'll, I'll do this quick and we'll get off of it because, of course, the answer is yes. So like, you can definitely do rips, but I'm going to go with a different rip, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I listen to this podcast that interviews random streamers. There's a dude that does GTA 5 roleplay called Milton T Pike, right? Hilarious guy. He's it's fucking he's hilarious. But he goes on this podcast and they do an interview. Well, come to find out he was in the Canadian military for a long time. And at oh. one point he said that like the Canadian military, I'm paraphrasing, was just airdropping them pallets of this energy drink called Rippets. <laughs> like they're called Ripit, right? And uh, he said that these guys are just fucking smashing these things, like an unhealthy amount of these things a day. What's funny about that is like anytime I go to the Dollar Tree, the Dollar Tree has a brand of energy drink called Rip It. And yeah, the same fucking thing. <laughs> so I've been jugging Dollar Tree rippets and the ones they don't give to the Dollar Tree or the Canadian they they're just giving to the Canadian militaries. But I would suggest, I would I would highly suggest just taking bong rips and weightlifting. Before I just started chugging Rippets from the Dollar Tree.
1: Yeah, no doubt you doing doing the, yeah, the, the 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 marijuana doesn't seem nearly as bad as a, a you know, high caffeine, high sugar energy drink. I always drink.
0: bought the sugar-free <laughs> ones, which probably makes it worse oh, no. because they're sugar-free at a Dollar Tree, which God knows what kind of aspartame they use in that motherfucker. <laughs> My fertility count is probably nil.
1: i mean it's helping the cause in the long run for that
0: i don't that might have been an insult to like me having children (laughs) and what they might turn into (laughs) my infertility is not a joke (laughs) (laughs) so i watched something right (laughs) and before because i know your list is always longer than mine it's not too bad today uh i I watched something that pertains to us and i'm surprised you haven't seen it um, or maybe you have, and maybe we've talked about it and I took too many rips while, uh, doing, doing reps. reps. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a documentary on, uh, Hulu. Do you have Hulu? Yeah. Okay. So it's a documentary on Hulu called the orange years. Oh, Did you see this? Oh, um, it's called the orange years, uh, the early years of Nickelodeon. And oh, it goes. And, you know, it's got a bunch of people on there, um, including like, you know, Melissa Joan Hart's on there. Keenan and Kevin sure. both on there. Uh, they got a bunch of people from all that to come on um, and just talk about like what it was like not only to be like children in this newfound thing, but like how and why they thought of the ideas and pushed Nickelodeon the way that they did, especially for like you or I who grew up in the start of what was Nickelodeon. Like I saw, like I can still remember seeing reruns of like some of their earliest shit to what I was watching currently with, you know, Rugrats and Rocco's and all this stuff. They address like some of the stuff that they got away with doing, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, like how, you know, it wouldn't have, (laughs) it wouldn't have worked. (laughs) Um, it it was really cool. It's an hour and a half or whatever. Um, but if you were a Nickelodeon child at all, I highly recommend it. It was great. It's on Hulu. It's called The Orange Years. Um, yeah, man. They talk about Double Dare, and, like some like the host of Double Dare like didn't want to do it.
1: Yeah, Scott Summers is a huge like germaphobe and like oh the dude, whole they have some
0: weird shit. And yeah. They like talk about like you know kids almost breaking their neck and like giving anything out of the set just so they didn't get sued. Yeah, and, like, they they had, they had a team that had uh, you know in like the final obstacle course you're searching for the flags like one team lost one time and they realize afterwards that they'd never put a flag in the bag. Oh. <laughs> they like searching through a bag of feathers no. for a fucking orange flag. And it's just, and you can see the kid getting frustrated. They got, they got like 18 seconds left or something and they're never fun. And he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, I swear there's a flag in there. There was no flag in there. <laughs> I was like, uh, but oh good. shit. Yeah. Like I said, if you got, you know, some random time, it's super entertaining. And it, you know, you want to talk about a nostalgia trip. It's uh it's super cool. It's super cool.
1: Yeah. That sounds great. I'm going to check that out for sure. Um, Hey, I beat Marvel's guardians of the galaxy, the video game. Oh yeah, shit. That's I beat a video game. Oh, dude, I it rarely happens. That sounds... that's yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was a great game. I mean, the narrative of it all is great. The gameplay is great. It's I've heard it's fun but story. Great you know, I hope they're this is actually a rare thing that I'm like, I really hope they make some DLC for it. And normally I'm not like a D- DLC guy who chases all that. But this one, like for as well as it was done, I would oh, That'd be With great the crazy
0: success of that game and kind of how it came out of nowhere. It wouldn't surprise me if they did uh, some DLC stuff. Yeah, you, you, you would think so, because even the stuff that people thought that they weren't going to like, like the voice acting and stuff, because we know, you know, what Star Lord sounds like to us. Uh, they said that the story alone was great, gameplay was fun, considering that you didn't even get to play with all the different characters. It, yeah. You literally just play Star Lord the entire time. It's and So I you'd hope so, right? They made they made some good money off of it. it. Got voted in a bunch of game of the year stuff. It's going to win yeah. a bunch of awards this year. Um, it's surprised it was, it was like
1: awesome. Yeah, it just surprised to everybody. And I think that's yeah. like the awesome thing about it is typically like a a superhero video game is like Okay, every once in a while you get, you get a diamond in the rough, but like a majority of them are just not up to par, but this one was just next level, so.
0: Yeah, that's Check the best, it out. though. I'm got, at, do you, off the top of your head, do you know how long it took you?
1: Oh, I'm sure I plummeted at least 30 hours, if not more, because I'm the type who likes to explore, that's, try to find as many that of that the collectibles as you can, you know.
0: For Give or take. I'm,
1: I'm sure if she speed ran that thing, you'd probably do it in like,
0: they've got to They're going to have new game. Plus they have to. Man. Yeah, like It's just too exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can absolutely go back and play through it with all your kind of upgraded whatnot and all that. So um, there's this new podcast that just started their season four. It's not new. It's not a new podcast. It's into its fourth season. It just started. It's one of my favorites. Uh, one of the fr- early ones that I started listening to when I got into podcasts called Wooden Overcoats. It's basically about this funeral home. Um, In this tiny little island called Piffling Vale, uh, off the coast of England, and it's just kind of these journeys of this this funeral. It's super wacky, super quirky, and just fun, funny. It's British, so a lot of fun accents. No, it's it's completely scripted, made up, fun, but it's like it's really brilliantly written. It's fantastic. Highly recommend checking that out. It's um yeah, it's out there on everything okay. wherever you wherever you find find good fine podcast. podcasts yeah. yeah wherever you find ours just go listen to theirs then come back to ours yes um we went to the theater we went and saw the kingsman the latest in the uh 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 well the the kingsman freaking uh video franchise there um this one was kind of a prequel to the other two that came out a few years back lives yeah. up very strong entry into it, like it really kind of shows the building of the Kingsman as we know it and all that. So, it's a super great movie. The fight scenes that are unbelievable. Rafe finds, considering he's pushing 60 at this point, is incredible in it. Like, it's everything huh. you'd expect a Kingsman movie to be. Highly recommend. Ralph um, Fiennes. Rafe,
0: oh, his name is Rafe.
1: Yeah, that's how he like it. yeah.
0: That's how he likes it. Fuck how he likes that's it. That's how. It's like Ralph to me, motherfucker. It looks like, <laughs> hey Ralph,
1: he's like no, it's Rafe. He's like, "All right. Whatever." All right. I whatever, you want to say your name. You know, all I mean, the power to you. True. Highly recommend it when it comes out on VOD, the stuff check it out. You go
0: to the theaters to see. Still like amazes me. It's it's wild.
1: Well, it was this or, or Ghostbusters, and and originally we were going to do a three-movie-movie movie marathon, but then it just worked out where we were like, man, ah, fuck it. So we just saw the one. It happens. Um, and then the last one, which I think is actually on HBO Max, I believe. Uh, Nobody stars... Oh, what's his bucket? Hang on a second. Uh, Bob o- Odenkirk. Um, he basically plays a guy... Who, for all intents and purposes, is an accountant. He goes through his day. He's he's exactly that, and nobody nobody pays attention to him. Even his wife and kids are kind of like indifferent toward him. And then things start to unfold when one night somebody breaks into his house. I'm not going to give more than that because shit gets wild from there, like huh. wild. And what's great about this is that he doesn't look like your typical action dude he doesn't have i mean he is a leading man but he's so different from our typical like leading men that it's, yeah, oh, it's I, so good I action know, secrets I've, are great
0: i've never i i could have never told you this guy's name i would have told you exactly like oh it's the dude from better call Saul.
1: yeah better call Saul is definitely what he's known for or like you know man. breaking bad he's also like a comedian who's been around forever he used to write on snl i like this had his own, that as an actor He's he's fantastic. He he typically does comedy. This is there's funny parts, but it's definitely straight up action movie, which is fucking bad shit, man, for sure. It's got
0: so RZA in it. Has got Christopher Lloyd in it at some point.
1: Oh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Him in it is such a like a fun because he's so much older now, but he yeah. still kinda has it and like the shit he does in it, you're like,
2: What the fuck? This is awesome! <laughs> <animal." laughs>
1: Yeah, so check that out. I believe it's HBO Max that it's on. So go check it out. Right. Um, I, yeah, pretty pretty easy week. We've got more stuff we could share, but at this point, we can wiggle on on. Although I got my kid convinced. Uh, we downloaded the um, off your suggestion, the uh, "Kill It With Fire," and like ever since we played that, <laughs> she'd be like, Dad, are we gonna kill it with fire?" So, yeah, we're going to definitely uh, uh, tackle that. We only played like the first two levels, but it's so wild how you go from clipboard to gun to C4 to you're muted.
0: Super fast. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's so crazy because like your first mission is like, oh, just smash the spider. And then it's like, hey, get into the bathroom. Once you get into the bathroom, then it's like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, just in that first house alone, you go from, like, clipboard to hairspray and lighter to shotgun. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this got wild fast. But, yeah, like you said, it's it's straightforward, like, basic game. But, like, it does have some skill to it. Yep. Especially try to get all the challenges done. There's yep. some, like, oh, you got to kind of outthink it. You got to kind of go rattle the cages a bit to kind of find the spiders as well. Which yeah, because
0: is... the minute you think that you've checked every nook and cranny, you'll hear
1: yeah and and, and like, like this what the fuck <laughs> the sound design for that like we were just playing on the regular tv but it's still like i imagine with headphones on that thing and be like oh fuck oh yeah shit. yeah it, deca, <laughs> ticka, ticka, ticka. Ticka, ticka, ticka. yeah but moving on um so uh your beloved franchise the santa claus is returning as a disney plus series with tim allen reviving his role as uh as uh, uh uh, uh steve uh scott calvin goddamn I was, was going to give it to you but you were working
0: it out. I was letting you have it. Um I I saw this but didn't read into it. Uh does it say like what it what it's going to be? Um Oh, the new series will follow Calvin, who is still serving as Santa Claus as he nears his 65th birthday. He wants to return to the normal world, so he sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while also preparing his family to leave the North Pole. Interesting. Which? How old like, is Tim Allen right now?
1: Sixty-five. Oh, it works though. No, I don't know. <laughs> I he might he might be maybe. I, I would imagine he's probably close to sixty, if not I, over. He's right? Maybe
0: close, right?
1: Like. But like, I think it's interesting because like the whole last movie had like the. You know, the whole premise of the whole thing is that, like, you have to knock Santa off to kind of become Santa. So, like, if it was always something that he could hand it down, then why didn't he just do it in the beginning? First movie when he was like, I don't want to be Santa here. You be Santa, random person. But, uh, yeah, it's, does, the, it's does that medical. mean, he has
0: to go get murdered.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, he's he's going to go make a suicide pact with somebody Be like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs>
0: OK, real quick. Yeah. Um... Just a couple quick facts about Tim Allen. Uh, first of oh. all, he's sixty-eight.
1: Dang! Okay, uh, so you know he's, playing young, he, he's, yeah, he's playing young. He's playing younger. Young Tim Allen. I, I I hope he can pull it off.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him in get, a long time, but
1: get that cocaine going. <laughs> um,
0: do you know where he's from?
1: Denver, Colorado. He is
0: from Denver. Why do you know that? Um, do you know his full name? And this could be wrong because I am looking at Wikipedia.
1: Um I don't know. I want to say something kooky, but I just know what is it?
0: Dick. Timothy Allen Dick. And it's no wonder he dropped his he says his daughter's name is Elizabeth Allen Dick. (laughs) And his parents are Gerald M. Dick.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I could see why you dropped that. That's a tough one to go through your life as
0: bro, poor to
1: be N- Dick. known as Timothy Allen Di- coming to the what stage. Timothy Allen Dick.
0: Where is the Richard Dick in that family? Because you know there's a Dick Dick in that family, bro. <laughs> you know there's a Dick Dick somewhere. Oh my God, poor it Tim Dick's Allen. My grandpa. Look, I don't need this, um, but because they got Tim Allen in it, we're gonna watch it.
1: You're gonna watch it. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt like you're gonna. Watch. Yeah, and they've so far they've gotten everybody like who is kind of a part of the other ones have more or less signed on to come back and just reprise what little roles they have. So, I mean, That's it'll cool. be interesting to see uh, kind of where it goes from there. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it. We'll see. It's Disney money. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, it's, th-
1: it's like, okay, we're not really doing Toy Story anymore. So, I mean, do you want to be Santa <laughs> again? He's like, yeah, back that truck up again. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why Why wouldn't he say yes to it? Exactly. What, what the fuck is
1: he doing right now?
0: Now, the real question is, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a uh, Santa Claus? come back or like a fucking nursery home home improvement comeback.
1: i would be surprised if that's in the works you know what i'm saying someone's
0: like, talked about it
1: you know like and well they can't kind
0: stream it anywhere
1: they kind of did a, a soft kind of thing with that last man standing show he had yeah. that felt like a very light
0: unless it's called home improvement it's not home
1: improvement i feel you especially all oh, those halloween episodes JTT, dude
0: bro if he's whoosh, not there what kind of fucking sure show
1: so fucking good
0: <laughs> anyways
1: <laughs> um exciting news from um that would have been very exciting back in 2005 <laughs> <laughs> dog the ba- dog the bounty hunter is going to star in his own video game series <laughs> beware the dog brother
0: I mean, is this uh, just a Duke Nukem club? They literally have them on Doom. It's the, the Doom cover. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's such a...
0: So it's just a bounty hunter game? Like, you're just going to run down and tackle criminals?
1: Mahalo, my brother. We okay. got to get you off that ice. <laughs> I was such a huge fan of that series, too. Like, I'd watch it. I was legit like, this is kind of cool.
0: It's interesting.
1: And Pres- then now I look back and I'm like, man, goofy.
0: Oh, it's bad. It's just the sunglasses, dude. And the haircut, and the armbands, and that all of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's a wrestler that got away with like lightly arresting people.
0: <laughs> it's it's interesting because like it was so new in that bounty hunter like genre that he was way before his time. Does he deserve a video game and is this going to be a good video game? No. And what sucks and what would make it a better video game for especially anyone because this doesn't appeal to anybody like younger than us or me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it really just doesn't. He's he's not relevant whatsoever except to baby boomers and us. <laughs> um but if I don't have the option to like calm down a suspect by like handing them a cigarette yeah. and like trying to talk them down like here, 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 here's a smoke. Here's a smoke. Sit down, you know. I want to have like button presses, like Mass Effect.
1: Oh, well, like have like a narrative, choosing, like yeah, choice dude, of like what a you tell, can do. Game. You can like sick Leland on him.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> here's my young bug. You're gonna have to fight him. <laughs> yeah.
1: he's all with his paintball gun, all ready to shoot him with their freaking.
0: Oh, you forget that they use paintball guns.
1: That the the mace BBs that were filled with. Uh base and stuff pretty crazy oh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne has signed on to contribute to the game soundtrack so that's kind of cool right like, I
0: mean all aboard the crazy train now I guess like
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a weird relationship that Ozzy and Dog have together because he did the Ozzy did the theme song for his show too it's such an insane like
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know where you saw that, but in the article that you did me, it said there's no word yet on if Ozzy Osbourne will contribute uh, to the
1: soundtrack. You're right. I I just you read, read Oz- the highlighted will. part. We <laughs> got I, you. I I just. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> motherfuckers! I'm such a I'm such a bad like high. <laughs> <laughs> title grabbing guy. It's, I'm like, oh, they're, they're gonna catch. I do like any other word. Rogan
0: for misinformation, bro.
1: Oh, jeez. If I, he's I out watched, of the game, I, I watched his 10 minute apology I video today. To that watch was. It. I thought about that, it, but that was like, all right, I get what you're doing. He doesn't want to, is.
0: and the fact that he's doing it goes against everything that he said he wasn't gonna do when he like switched. He's like, I'm not gonna let him censor me, and he like tried to say, you know, he's just appealing to like the bullshit, but it's oh. like Neil Young, hey. Take your shit off Spotify, motherfucker, and then come to find out he has his own streaming service that only streams Neil Young's vault history of music. So, of course, this is the perfect time. Whether he agrees or disagrees with Joe Rogan, put your name next to Rogan's and be like, fuck you, Spotify. It's either him or me. (laughs) Knowing damn well they just paid $100 million to fucking Rogan, right? And Neil Young has his own streaming service. It's a perfect fucking ploy, right? It's so stupid, and and yes, I'm a fucking Rogan shill or whatever you can call me whatever you want. All right, I hate the fact that he's apologizing. I wish you would just shut the fuck up. Uh, but I haven't watched the apology video yet. But it's like it's the perfect thing, right? It's what rappers do too, is they like start beef with another rapper even though they don't have beef because if you attach your name to their name, MGK, Eminem, it's just shooting their careers skyrocketing whether they're talented or not. Yeah. You know, and it's like Neil you get... Young, okay, yeah, whatever. You're great. You're Rock and Roll Hall of Famer twice and probably should be a third with Crosby, Stills and Nash. But at the same time, like you're literally just pushing your own narrative in this entire situation and then throwing Rogan under the bus fit So guess what? Bye. Get the fuck off of Spotify. I don't I don't Damn. want you on my premium subscription anyway. I'm gonna block you. And guess what I'm not signing up to? And come to find out, Spotify is 65% of all his listens in a month. Like, 65% of anybody listening to his music is listening to it via Spotify. That's not including Apple Music, Google Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Like, 60, over half of your music plays are coming from a fucking, you just gave an ultimatum to a fucking billion dollar company against Rogan.
1: <laughs> like, like, it's yeah. such a weird like. Uh, unfortunately, that's where Rogan's at with the payday that he got. He is kind of their face at this point, and so any kind of controversy, they're always going to be pointing at Rogan. Even though it's like, wait, he's a podcast. He's not even like your stuff. And just because he has on people who have different wavering <laughs> viewpoints, like that's his whole deal. He wants to talk to everybody,
0: everybody.
1: And that's he doesn't. Yeah, okay, sure. Some of those folks don't share the same narrative as the mainstream. Everybody. But sometimes you're like, oh, cool. Sometimes it's like, these guys are full of shit. Like, that's the way we're supposed to take these things, not take it so literally. Like, oh, they're pushing this thing. Oh, so this... And his whole apology video is just basically that. Him restating that. I just want to talk to interesting people. And that's it. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Dog the Bounty Hunter video game. Look for it. Um, oh, yeah. In no. in, in, in <laughs> 2010. I fucked that up. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> this is how conversations work, Toby. I mean,
0: um, they usually have a decent direction.
1: Sometimes I try to find things that are super exciting for you. Oh. Uh, um, or at least I think that you would like. Oh.
0: oh. Yeah. oh no, go ahead. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> we talked about something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, what did I say? What did I do? It's but um, there's a film coming out that's going to tell the story of the global phenomenon of the Beanie Baby craze, <laughs> so far they have Zach Galifianakis and Elizabeth Banks uh, signed on to st- tell the, uh, the the story, so to speak. Which,
0: um, I, look, I think we blew our load, our load, our load too early uh, on the Thai Beanie Baby because that was like one of our original nostalgia episodes, right? yeah um there's a documentary on hbo right now about Thai beanie babies this exact thing so Is it I, really yeah it's on my list i haven't got a chance to watch it yet but it's coming soon um i'm all for this i'm all for this and i'll t- I'll give you the one yeah. reason why just the reason that they should they should talk about this more because it was a fucking phenomenon but all I would show people is the picture from, like, 1999 of the two people in the middle of the courtroom splitting a fucking Beanie Baby collection because of their divorce, right? Like, I'd be like, they'll be like, oh, how crazy was it? And I'd be like, check this shit out. Look at this. Like, not they're not talking about child support. They're not talking about who gets the house. Who gets the fucking Beanie Babies, right? I was one of those kids. My parents did this, right? It struck them. It's fucking insane, dude. Like it's I'm good with this though. Give it to me.
1: Uh let's see, the Beanie Bubble is inspired by the story behind one of the biggest speculative crazes that blazed through American culture in the nineties. It pulls back the curtain on the absurdities and injustices of the American dream. Particularly particularly oh my god, fuck that word. The female relationship to it. It's a celebration of the women who helped power Ty Warner's success, whose strengths and good instincts shaped and amplified the phenomenon, but whose names are not on the Beanie Baby's heart-shaped tags. Huh. So that's a bit of a tagline for you. <laughs> I don't know. Elizabeth Banks, Zach Galifianakis. just that alone. I'm like, all right, I'll go watch whatever they're putting out. But I figured yeah, the Beanie Baby's Those two baby together should. will
0: be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I'd look... we're gonna we'll circle back to stuff there's still some stuff that i want to talk about but i have to do more research on and with life being the way that it is it's been tough but like i've got some stuff in the collection that have been pulled out of boxes lately that i'm like oh we got to talk about this because this isn't around anymore
1: oh yeah absolutely anytime we can talk about your collection of goodies we absolutely need to um, so some cool shit is coming out and, you know, we've talked about nerfs several time on this show with all their various things. They're always coming out. Um, I think the last one was like the needler from halo, but, uh, to celebrate the book of mm-hmm. Boba Fett, they're coming out with his EE three carbine rifle blaster. And the thing looks legit. It looks
0: badass. <laughs> like.
1: So it's thirty inches in length. It holds four darts in a cool like chamber, but uh, the price tag, <clears throat> one hundred and ten bucks. Ooh,
0: Ooh that's man, that's steel. if you can get one. That's otherwise for two fifty. I mean, this is literally highbeast.com, which is wild, which shows you already that the resale market's on it because this is on hypebeast Oh,
1: is this like a like a auction? Yeah. Like a reseller kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea.
0: I had no idea. They just they're pivoting. I don't know. Uh no, this is cool. It looks it looks fucking cool.
1: Yeah. So if cool. you're uh if you're a fan of Star Wars, Boba Fett and all that, like it releases March thirty first, so get out there and get it, y'all. Looks great. God, it looks uh, so fucking good, man.
0: I really wish I could like I really wish I could spend the money on stuff like this, you know, like to constitute yeah. it, like a Nerf gun in general. But it's never like it's cool for a minute, but it's never as cool. And you could buy one of those Dollar Tree ones that like you get the same store of fun just by shooting someone in the face, yeah. or you can buy a fucking. This is going on someone's shelf. This is a collector item for sure.
1: That's what a lot know. of those are like. I'm you can spend out of it. You could you could spend a lot less and get a better Nerf gun. So, but it's the aesthetics of it all, and that's it. You know, what are you yeah. gonna do? Um, some kind of cool behind the scenes stuff that's happening for the alien television series. Uh, Weta Effects, the guys behind Lord of the Rings, are going to be doing the effects for the alien television show, which is kind of fucking awesome.
0: Um. <laughs> It, wait, so this company did the special effects for normal Lord of the Rings or like the new show coming out?
1: They well, I mean, I think they're one and the same. Uh Weta works is the guys who are known for doing the big shit like
0: Oh my god, yeah. Krampus yeah. Star War, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Holy they don't god. even mention freaking the fact they did Lord of the Rings and that's really what like that was like their first big job. Like, being this little tiny thing who just did models and shit, and then all of a sudden, Peter Jackson's like, hey, would you like to do a big project? (laughs) Yeah. And here they are now. They're giants in the industry, so I don't know. That was just something cool I wanted to share with folks, which just makes me, like, before I was like, okay, an alien television show, nah, whatever. But, like, with them behind it, like, at least the effects are going to be like, holy fuck!
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Um, a new Batman movies coming out March 4th, I believe is the release date on it. There's some awesome tie-ins that are starting to pop out. Like they released a bunch of trailers and stuff, but besides that, it's the fun tie-ins that I always look forward to. Well, the first one we're going to talk about, um, (laughs) milk's favorite cookie Oreos (laughs) they are coming out with a, uh, (laughs) a Batman Oreo. And it, it it looks so much fun. You got Batman on it, and the is whole there only
0: Batman ones. Hey.
1: Are they going mean, to like I Robin imagine.
0: ones or like Joker ones?
1: I don't think you're allowed to. Joker would just steal them because he's a bad guy. <laughs> There's rumors the Joker actually is going to be in the movie. Like they're they're debating over I if they want even, to put him in, in or don't, not. Don't, like
0: don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Some stuff.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, so I really should start reading these things. Oh, he's coming out in the UK
0: only, motherfucker? The
1: the Oreos will be sold in select markets around the world. Unfortunately, the US will not be one of those (laughs) markets. What the (laughs) fuck? Why do I even bother? God damn it. Go fuck yourself. Especially nervous, like, come on, man. Bring us, like, now I gotta contact some folks over across the pond to be like, hey, is there any way you could send me some really expensive cookies that have Batman? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not gonna taste any different, but Uh, the other item I had to touch on the Batman tie-in is Little Caesars, our favorite cheap pizza. Um, It has a Batman um, a a back oh man hang on one second i'm gonna pull that up because if i don't little caesars caesars batman it's it's the calzone they're turning it into
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was going down the show notes list by the way (laughs) I turned the page all red, and that one's on me, so it is a little difficult to read. <laughs> but he read it out loud. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> the uh, Little Caesars, the Batman Calzoni. Oh,
0: maybe you didn't. Maybe I Maybe i don't.
1: No, it. this is just something I put in the back of my head because I had to talk about since we were talking Batman. But it's it looks like the bat symbol. Like... It's like folded in the middle with like the bat ears and the bat butt and then the wings are out. So it's like you're getting the bat symbol in pizza form. So it's an edible icon.
0: Does it actually pop out? Cause you know, like when they do the dough and it looks like the fucking thing and then you bake it and it's like a autistic Pomeranian that comes out of the oven. Does it actually look pretty good? And do you expect fucking Cynthia at little Caesars who's 17 and all fucking coked up to get a Batman symbol, right?
1: It's it's wild because it's like it is a pepperoni pizza, but then the middle looks like it's like sliced pepperonis instead, and the little calzoni part. That's you know. Let me send you the.
0: Okay, because I'm looking at our list and I do not see this.
1: I know. I'm such a. I'm, I'm getting worse at this job. I swear I'm going to get fired one of these days for sure. All right, my dude. There it is. Click on that thing and check it out. You got to scroll down. I I don't know if this is a good site or not because.
0: Oh, now you're just sending me...
1: I'm going to send you all the pop-ups and all the...
0: Did you text it to me?
1: Uh, I think I did it in the uh, old show notes there. Because um... <laughs> if I text you, you won't see it. So I got kinda... to... But um, Celebration of Batman that opens March 4th. Uh. I just mm-hmm. like silly tie-ins, to, especially a movie um, that's so dark and nitty and gritty as, like,
0: Batman. Dude, this is the most <laughs> perfect-looking Little Caesars pizza I've ever seen in my life, first of all. Right? Uh,
1: and for $7.99? Like, for that cost, how can you not try it, folks?
0: And it's got, like, the little pepperoni sticks and the calzone yeah, part of it. That's, yeah. bomb. It doesn't look half bad. <laughs> yeah, this looks super good. I'm a not mad at treat. this. This looks super good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew you'd like it you appreciate this kind of fun stuff, but I'm excited we ain't no for the movie hater I ain't no hater so now I gotta and t- I'm now gonna buy one of those little Caesar pizzas hide it in a big purse and then eat it while watching the Batman and
0: <laughs> <laughs> eat it while watching the Batman
1: Is that a goddamn pizza Did that guy bring a pizza in here Damn right you know it. I mean okay. yeah. Any more thoughts on that? On these no, no. crazy okay, nice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so this I'm sure you've got some opinions on. Uh two acquisitions, well, multiple acquisitions have happened lately. Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard and Sony acquiring Bungie.
0: Bungie. Um this is wild. This this seems like a big fuck you, right? You know, because Xbox Ain't, well, look, I, I'll say one out of the two on this. That seems crazy, too, right? Uh, do you know Zynga? Like, Zynga's a game maker. Bunch of phone yep. games, online Candy Crush, yeah. Well, Candy Crush is Activision. Um, It's published by Activision.
1: I mean, it's all the same. Company. No, it's not,
0: because Take-Two what? just bought Zynga for, like, $12 billion.
1: What? I thought yep. that was all
0: part of the deal of like the... that's active... that's No, no, no. Okay, Zynga does something else big. Uh, Words with Friends? Yeah, like Words with Friends. Nobody, Words nobody with...
1: plays that shit.
0: Oh, dude, Words with Friends is so good. Anyways, that happened a few weeks ago. No, I like it. I just... Um,
1: yeah, Candy, Candy Crush. Crush
0: dude. Right there. It's a part of it.
1: Sorry, I just pulled up the article. They're showing Xbox Plus. Activision Blizzard King. King being part of it and Candy Crush is part of that
0: is part of Activision. I'm talking about Zynga doesn't do Candy Crush. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Act, that's what I just said. Activision owns Candy Crush. Anyways, <laughs> anyway. take two, another publisher bought Zynga for $12 billion. Fucking crazy, right? To put this in perspective, Microsoft, two years ago now, maybe, that time frame's probably off, I don't know, uh, bought Bethesda mm-hmm. for $7 billion, or just under $7 billion. <laughs> Bethesda, being like skyrim and elder scrolls and all that right fucking huge company zynga gets bought by take two for 12 almost 13 billion and then fucking activision first of all we i think we've talked about it once or twice before but activision blizzard going through all their fucking human resource treating women like shit assholes stuff right yeah bobby Kodak, who's the ceo of activision Is like a real scumbag, apparently. I don't I don't necessarily have a personal opinion on because I don't have enough information. But from what I've heard in any other of the games industry, he's kind of a real piece of shit. Um Microsoft goes out and buys Activision. This is Call of Duty, this is Candy Crush. Okay, and Activision merged with Blizzard a few years back, right? Yeah. Blizzard, Overwatch, Fucking World of Warcraft, Heroes of the Storm, Diablo fucking it, it's, it's insane. okay 68 billion like 67.8 yeah. billion yeah 67.8 billion dollars that's crazy
1: like and they really i feel like they're getting uh microsoft is getting a really good deal off this because of all the controversies that have been happening with this company that like i think they're kind of getting like I feel like they could have gotten a lot. M- like Activision could have gotten a lot more, but because of all the shit they're going through they're, lately, they're like, yeah. we got to distance ourselves the only way for us to do that.
0: Like in the works since like November or something. Like mm. Phil Spencer, the the CEO of Xbox, was, uh, you know they they've been they've been thinking about this acquisition, right? So the cool thing with this, right? We've talked about it a lot, right? I'll say it one more time. Um, we've talked about it a lot, but th- it this is Game Pass, right? Damn yeah. it. this is game pass so microsoft's really putting out like trying to put their first party stuff out on game pass immediately mm-hmm. they did it with halo day one release day one it's on game pass you can play it with game pass so now what everyone thinking what everyone's thinking right is call of duty is predominantly and always has been like a professional playstation game they've got certain things that you can only get when you're a playstation subscriber when you play it on playstation they have you know call of duty exclusive playstations yeah and what everyone's worried about first of all is that for some reason call of duty is not going to come to playstation anymore and when microsoft bought bethesda they said the same thing they're like oh we don't plan on you know mixing any of this stuff up you know we're not trying to split communities and now they're coming out and being like well that's going to be an Xbox exclusive that's going <laughs> to be an Xbox exclusive yeah, yeah what Microsoft has also done is I mean given its their operating system is they've went hand in hand with their PC releases which now you're starting to see Sony get into a little bit more like the God of War release you know they they're starting to put uh some PS exclusives onto the pc which we haven't seen a lot of it's kind of cool as a pc person and not a playstation person um i'd like to play some of these games bring on ratchet and clink please so now what everyone's worried about is that for some reason microsoft is going to be like hey you guys can go fuck yourself because now call of duty is not going to be on the playstation ever first of all call of duty makes way too much fucking money microsoft but what i foresee first of all microsoft came out and said that they're going to fulfill any contractual obligations to the cross-platform stuff. But I this is going to be so big for yeah. Xbox and PC because, like, now we're looking at games like Diablo 4, which now isn't supposed to come out until 2023. Maybe that date changes now that Microsoft has their hands behind it and maybe can throw some resources at it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But is Diablo 4 going to be Xbox exclusive? Are they going to only put it out day one game pass? So now you can either play it on PC or Xbox,
1: console. Like, or have to wait wait a year before you can possibly get get it on your PlayStation. If they even do that. If they do it, like, you know. If like, they
0: do that. Can you play I mean, Sea just, of they, Thieves on PlayStation? I have no idea. Neither do I. But I don't <laughs> I don't feel like I've ever seen it.
1: Um Is this when like Sony like goes, okay, well you got that big gunner franchise and call of duty are they going to try and like work out a sweetheart deal with ea ea and be like hey come on your battlefield you're the only like big contender to it like i mean ea's already got stuff worked
0: out with microsoft
1: oh really yeah so you
0: get when you do game pass on pc you get ea play with it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you I, get yeah, Origin I, for free with your Game Pass, right? So they that's already right. have I, something. I work that. on. That's right. I they, have that. They don't. Yeah, they don't own EA, but EA was yeah. like, no, no, no. Origin sucks. Please take it on your app. So oh, where this gets really interesting, right, is Sony still has the market share of yeah. consoles and stuff out there? Microsoft, as much as they've tried or haven't tried, doesn't really have much play in Asian countries, especially in Japan, where PlayStation's coming out of. Um, they have not touched that market, right? So Sony, this is the reason I think it's a big fuck you. Sony goes out and buys Bungie, which is crazy because Bungie was part of Activision, right? They, yeah. they pled their case. They got split the unmerged from Activision <laughs> went on their own. So Activision goes out and buys Blizzard. And what I wish would have happened is Blizzard would have split again from Activision because no one we shouldn't know get this out of here. But Sony goes out and buys Bungie, which is the reason that Xbox is where it is today. Yeah. right Bungie yeah, made Halo, wild. and Xbox wouldn't be anywhere close to where it's at without Bungie right now. And Sony just went and bought them. Who Bungie, makers of Destiny Two, uh, no longer the makers of Halo, right? Microsoft owns three, four, three yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's like, so what what I think is going to happen next, right? These this is insane. There's just money being thrown around like fucking crazy for video games right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Um what the rumor is is that there's a Japanese company about to get bought, right? So whether it be Square Enix or Capcom oh. or Konami, uh Microsoft is about to throw money in Japan and oh going to end up that's that's what they're thinking. So it's so funny to me that that Sony would go out and buy Bungie with that history because it really seems like a big fuck you given they've all probably known about all this shit for a long time, but it seems like a real, like a one-up war right now. They're like, Oh, Oh, you think you're going to do this, right?
1: What's so great about it is it reminds me of like the nineties with like Nintendo and Sega. It's like, underhanded doing this oh yeah you guys got this oh well we got well you're the family friendly well we're edgy and cool you know it's exactly like them just going like oh you're gonna do that well we're gonna take the company that started you oh yeah well we're gonna fucking work out a deal with Capcom and then we'll have Street Fighter exclusives you assholes like uh it's so much fun to watch this shit what it means for games or anything like that we'll we'll see in the coming years what it means I know for Game Pass it just makes it that much more of a steal like I can go and finally play like Diablo a game that I've been told like why aren't you playing this this is your kind of it's right in your niche I'm like well I just haven't you know you whatever. would like Diablo
0: just, for a while yeah it's good so it's a good game but it, it'll be interesting it, because you get stuff like Overwatch 2 what are they going to do with Heroes of the Storm what are they going to do with Blizzard as a whole because Blizzard has their own headquarters and I'm sure they'll stay there or whatever but is Battle.net going to go away like because like right now my Modern Warfare and everything is bought through Battle.net is yeah you know Is World of Warcraft subscription fee gonna get wrapped into fucking Game Pass? Am I gonna be able to pay my ten bucks a month for Game Pass and have a full time Wow sub?
1: Oh shit, dude! So it'll be interesting. It's not about like. Would you pay an extra? You know, let's say they bump it five dollars, like an extra five dollars a month. We're gonna give you all this Activision, Blizzard, King stuff if you're interested in that. And boom, there you go. Whatever you want to download onto your mobile, onto your PC, onto your Xbox, whatever, you got it. But you have to pay twenty bucks a month. Like is I, that? It, that'd be bullshit. They, you know, they like
0: they can't do the step program to be adding publishers and stuff, especially with all the publishers they've already acquired. And yeah. you're not going to get Bethesda their bump. You know sure. the three dollars. Hey, it's going to cost three dollars more if you want Bethesda games. You can't do it. They. I I foresee their price going up as their library like I mean gets stronger. <laughs> um and they've got great games on there. It's a fucking fantastic service and they're giving it away for a dollar right now if you've never had it. Um but you know, I pay the $10 a month for Game Pass and if it's not worth my $10 a month, then I don't know anything in this world that is. It's amazing. Yeah. I it could yeah. literally be the only thing that I had and I would have no problem finding and playing games
2: yeah
1: if it wasn't for the fact that you know you like your shelves having a look of having a rows and rows of games there would be no reason to go buy physical games at this point because they're just like hey we're going to release this on the game pass day one so you can actually pre-install it so you don't even have to go to wherever you're getting it come yeah. back home install it nope it's already ready to go so as soon as midnight hits motherfucker you're sitting down and you're playing it.
0: It was seeing that helps and hurts with the fact that I have a PC, right? Because we've talked about yeah. this in the past. I don't buy current-gen console games um, yeah. unless I just find them, like, super cheap or, you know. But it's real tough for especially, like, Xbox console games because they've said any first-party Xbox or Microsoft games to come out will coincide with a PC and a console release. So it's like mm-hmm. I literally have – I will not have a reason – to buy any first party Microsoft game that I want to play because I'll probably get it on game pass. And why wouldn't I play it on my PC instead of a console that is half what my fucking PC is. I have three screens in front of me. Can't do that with my console unless I'm sitting in my PC and using one of these three. And at that (laughs) point, like, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I know that merger is not supposed to clear until like mid 2023 or something. Yeah. Um, And that's if it passes all the legalities, which I don't think they would put in this offer if it wasn't going to pass those legalities, uh, which is getting real weird when it comes to, like, our monopoly laws and stuff and how, like, <laughs> we just don't have them anymore. And apparently three people can own fucking everything. Sorry, Disney and Microsoft now. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's getting crazy out there. We're we're in a real idiocracy type moment. Really real quick it's it's changed the world is changing <laughs> richard
1: <laughs> it, it's it's a good time though because it is exciting to see like i don't know, just from my standpoint i stand back and be like oh shit you're saying that i could play all these games that i've wanted to play but haven't because well you know i don't want to throw down 60 dollars a pop on a game that might be good now i could just download it and be like okay yeah it was worthwhile you know like ah, uh, it's exciting so we'll see what happens within the coming yeah, I'm, I'm super uh, months and all that. <clears throat> um, on to some more food news, because why not? Arby's has uh, a double dare. The beef. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> nice. You got it. Um, They're introduced a they new Diablo Dare sandwich that is so spicy it comes with a free milkshake. Why does it feel like we've talked about this before?
0: I feel like we have, too. Like, this. have seems- we talked about this before? <laughs> We might have. Did it finally come out?
1: It's got to. Okay,
0: February sixth. Now, look, we still have the one chip challenge, which I've watched a couple of videos on, dude. I don't want to do. Oh, so far. <laughs> <laughs> but do we meet up and do the one chip challenge at Arby's before our Diablo sandwich? Oh, <laughs>
1: All right, we're going to do the one chip challenge. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're going to do the one chip challenge, but we're going to take it up a notch and we're going to add the Diablo challenge. we just put the
0: chip onto the Diablo sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) We're morons. (laughs) Oh, yeah, God. No, I imagine this is pretty good. Fuck the roast beef one. I'm 100% down for that chicken sandwich one, though. Why did they put more peppers on it?
1: Because, man, it's got to... it's arby's it's got if it doesn't get all it's if it's just arby's you know they're like they're on all the meats and peppers more sauce make it real like hard not to get messy
0: i said we took this (laughs) okay so all right i'm just gonna read this article real fast because i respect the shit out of this Said, we Diablo we Diablo dare you to try this new sandwich, Chief Marketing nice. Officer Patrick Schwing said in a press release. Quote, this is not a sandwich for the faint of heart. Our research tells us that consumers are disappointed by fast food claims of spicy. We took mm-hmm. that as a challenge by making sure all different types of spicy, the hot, the numbing, and the lingering oh. are combined to make the Diablo Dare a true test of how much heat you can handle. <laughs> Arby's is setting a new standard of spice. When we say it, we mean it. Fucking right, Arby's just fucking grabbed themselves by the dick, and they were like, "All right, bitch, like you want some ghost pepper shit?"
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. The sandwich features ghost pepper, pepper jack, um, fiery hot seasoning, fiery fire roasted jalapenos, and a Diablo barbecue sauce.
0: I mean, my hands Diablo. All
1: sandwiched between spicy red chipotle bun. Oh, the These guys fuck? ain't fucking around. They're going to make you feel it for a year, man. <laughs>
0: I think I could do without the bun. Like, give me a fucking break, Arby's. Like, give me a little bit. We get it. <laughs> yeah, fuck.
1: Yeah, they, they want you to have to wear rubber gloves while eating this thing so that way you don't accidentally touch your eyeball afterwards. Yeah, dude, I I I taste it. Yeah, me too. It does look really good. It
0: looks bomb. <laughs> Damn. I'd have to get the chicken though. I'm not getting the brisket. I
1: don't know, the brisket. I don't know. Oh, of course. The one thing I tag it on is gonna have the super Oh, do you wanna accept our stuff? Anyway. Uh so the MM's recently had a huge makeover and it's making a big deal to those who care about things that really don't matter. Um evidently they've, you know, kind of People are up in arms because now the green Eminem, instead of having high heels, is now wearing like sneakers, and I don't know. There's just a lot of hoopla over like. I, it's, it's
0: complaining just complaining about this. Why?
1: Because <laughs> you know? if I can't fuck my fucking, if I can't fucking Eminem, then what do I got? Dude, if
0: I can't, it's not even about about fucking the Eminem, right? It's about the thought of being like, I don't know, I could, you know, like if she was real. But she's not, because she's an inanimate object that I eat it's, with my mouth.
1: Exactly. What does it matter if it's a boy, a girl, or whatever? It's like, it's an M&M. It I doesn't don't have understand why aside, this is a
0: fucking issue.
1: Because it's funny. People are so funny about small little changes. They're just trying to update their character designs, and, you know, they got to make it as ridiculous as possible. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not like there's such big redesigns that you like. If case,
0: we should start oh. bitching. Well, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. Oh, man. I was waiting <laughs> gonna, for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I was here. waiting for it. No, dude, for? I was about to go on some shit. This is bullshit. Um, This is bullshit.
1: It's funny this bullshit. This is
0: stupid. I don't. I just. I just. I don't understand who's complaining about it. And that there's enough numbers complaining about it to change it. And because the people know. that aren't complaining about it that just don't care, they're also not going to write in to be like, hey, you changed my favorite green M&M from sexy. And the ones that do write in to say like that they're offended that they changed it are perverts.
1: So yeah, it's like we're, like we're
0: just in a weird spot between like I don't want to be fucking weird because I just genuinely don't care, and it doesn't bother me that she's sexy. To I yeah, just this is so stupid.
1: They're, they're making so them stupid. different sizes to to show the uh, diversity of of body types out there as well. So that and they way, should all be fat. They're fucking M and M's. Everybody needs to be representative, so that way you can look at the M and M's and go, Ah, that's me. I'm the orange guy. I'm filled with anxiety. Or, hey, I'm the brown one. I look like Tina Fey. No. I don't know. No. But it's just... Let's get off
0: of this before I get us canceled. <laughs> this is stupid. I disagree with this. Mars think Company, it, I, go fuck
1: yourself. I think it's silly that, they're, that people are making a big deal out of something that's like, all right, everybody's doing that right now. Like... Let them do they're their They're trying thing. to cancel fucking
0: Rogan because they can't do their own goddamn research. They're like, hey, the stupid people are listening to you. Please stop. And they're like, well, like, this, isn't this pandemic is for his fucking natural selection right now? Like, we're just kind of, the earth is literally just dissolving itself. It's just like, hey, stronger, survive, motherfucker. Like, we're here yeah, but
1: now. It, but m ms need to be wearing shoes, not high heels.
0: <laughs> because what? They're going fucking hiking? So who knows, man? I bet those um, motherfuckers melt my pocket now too, <laughs> not in my mouth. Fucking bastards.
1: <laughs> uh, On to stuff that's actually kind of cool and interesting. Um, a new ET board game is coming out uh, that challenges players to save the alien before he dies. Fucking brutal.
0: Yeah, that's kind of fucked up that they just recreated the movie. <laughs> I
1: I mean you I gotta guess get the it's sick like-
0: motherfucker home, or he's gonna die in your arms.
1: They're kind of doing shit like that. Like, evidently, that new Goonies game that came out a few months ago or whatever is supposed to be really fucking good. I haven't played it, but I hear it's excellent. Uh, But the new one, E.T., the extraterrestrial light years from home. Long ass title already. uh, is a cooperative game that recreates the film's iconic bicycle chasing. Players, as players, have come to expect from Funko Games, this game features beautifully illustrated board components and miniatures, including a charming Miniature ET that fits inside the kid's bicycle basket. Yeah, dude, bats, that's what I was gonna bring
0: up. the coolest part about this is your little fucking pillowcase ET was a little hood. Uh, yeah. just trying to go home.
1: Oh, dude, it's so good. I wonder if the uh like the FBI agents or whatever have flash or have uh, guns or walkie-talkies. That's really what I want to know.
0: Yeah, they were going to kill that little alien.
1: They were going to I mean I can't say so I blame them. You don't know what it is, but I don't know. That's fun. It's There's exciting so many things. New
0: games coming out.
1: Thirty bucks. Uh, it's to celebrate the fortieth anniversary. Damn. Of it, and um,
0: yeah. Damn, that one didn't even come up on what we're gonna talk about next. Oh. That one is not on my list.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like, "What is he talking uh, about?" Oh, that's right. I was born in '82, so this oh, game yeah. is as oh, old as I am, I'm like, saying, "Wait, what does he mean?" I'm gonna
0: ask you. Okay, that anyways, motherfucker. On, that we get mother-
1: that so, birthday gift. Um, if you want to uh, get me something, an et game would be okay. perfect cause...
0: Well, I'm hoping you and I both get to go to this convention next month. We can do that together because I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hundred bucks. I think. Oh, that would be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. So,
1: nostalgia. Oh do, you, oh, do you want to do a, who who would win real quick? Okay. Okay. Um, we, Willy Wonka versus Willy Wonka, uh, Gene Wilder's version versus Tim Burton's, or sorry, Johnny Depp's version, and go.
0: Ooh, this one's actually kind of tough, right? Because they're both a little crazy. Like, yeah. Okay, are we going? Are we? Are we taking to? Are we taking into account? The actor, or is that just the character that they played within the movie?
1: I think we need to stick to the character because okay. if we get to actors, then it gets real weird.
0: Okay. So, ooh, ooh. This is my thing Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka was kind of like what New Age kids are today, right? The real angst- angsty, like. There you go sexually attractive than they are, right? Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka was was weird. He was, was weird. wild. I don't feel like he's violent, though, whereas Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka, I feel like could fuck you up. Like, I, I like if I had to guess, like, Gene Wilder's GW's Willy G-W-W-W probably beat G-W. the shit out of those Oompa Loompas, you know? Like, there was probably some physical violence with those Oompa Loompas, because throughout the movie, he put portrays, like, this very upbeat, you know, chocolatier, blah, 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 and then at the end, he's like, no, nah, bitch, you fucking cheated, and fuck you, and fuck this, and then he gets, like, sentimental afterwards, you know, and he's like, I really might have fucked this
1: little kid up. You gonna... stole fizzy lifting drinks! Yeah, I, exactly. And then he's like, it was a test the whole time.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, so... Not Charlie. He... Oh, see, but like then you got Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka who could be like, damn it, I'm going to say a lot of stuff to get me canceled. Uh, Damn, that's the only thing I can think of now.
1: They're both sadistic in a weird kind of way where I think they both have a darkness that resides in them. And like Willie or Johnny Depp's, we kind of get to see why, because growing up under a dentist, he wasn't allowed to have chocolate, blah, blah, blah. He ran away from home. And once he comes back home from going to the flag store or whatever it was, and then he comes home and the house
2: Battery is fucking
1: gone, that's going to scar you for life. Whereas yeah. Gene Wilder's version is like. You have no idea why he's so like he watches these kids and like, oh, no, stop. Please wait. And he lets the shit happen. It just.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I feel like I feel like Gene Wilder would just beat the shit out of you. Right. Like he's old school in that sense. Yeah. But Johnny Depp would do like some sadistic shit. Like he's the fucking dude that puts razor blades in your everlasting gobstoppers. (laughs) Slowly just fucking bleed your gums out. I still I just think that that like I think that that old school brutality would just beat up a Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. I just don't but he seems crafty too. And brute force doesn't beat craftiness. I just don't want to give it to Willy Wonka Johnny Depp. I'm 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 going with my heart, dude. I got to say Gene Wilder, he's just going to beat the shit out of that Johnny Depp. He's like fuck you. Fuck you. My Oompa Loompas are better. And he's crazier. And I just, I feel like he's a violent person. There's Willie Wonka, not Gene Wilder.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there there's a madness to him that is like, like one of the reasons why Gene Wilder took that role is because he wanted to, he was like, okay, there's one condition that I want. I want to be able to do the somersault thing when he comes out and he looks like a frail old man and then his his cane gets stuck and then he does the the somersault because he wanted to do that to start the whole film so that way from then on you're not quite sure what is real and if this guy's lying which is such a fascinating aspect to it you're muted
2: mic on mic feedback on hang on mic off mic feedback off Mic on. Mic feedback on. Mic off. Mic feedback off. Nothing. I got nothing, man.
0: Maybe. My mic unplugged. There it is. I really should try to do this. I apologize. It's that's fucking crazy. It's super smart. Like because he definitely set up the rest of the movie where it's just like I have no idea what the fuck is going yeah. on. Like this shit is a carnival and I'm pretty sure this guy may or may not murder them at the end of this movie. And technically Plus, I guess he murdered them in the middle of the movie.
1: The whole design of his whole factory is like weird too, because like you go to the door that's like this small, and he opens it, and then it opens up, and it's huge. And you're like, what the fuck is going? Like the whole time, you're just like, hey, lick the wallpaper, kid. The Snobsberries taste like Snobsberry. You know what a Snobsberry is? It's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucked. Whereas, yeah, he's, he's the one that switches shit out on you. Yeah. <laughs> whereas Johnny Depp is just like, ooh, isn't this weird? Oh oh, oh, oh we just opened the burn ward for the puppets. You know, like he's just kind of quirky, more as, whereas Gene Wilder's version is like, this guy's kind of fucked. Yeah, like he's Gene been Wilder alone too long. He
0: didn't, yeah, exactly. He never, he didn't stay a child, right? He did childlike things, but with an adult mindset, whereas Johnny Depp just became an adult but never grew out of being a child, yeah. right? So, like, he's a pissed-off adult making chocolates, <laughs> and he's just a crazy person, right? He just happens to be making candies that everyone loves, whereas Johnny Depp is just a child that happens to have enough money yeah. to do all kinds of crazy shit. Gene Wilder wins.
1: I think Gene Wilder takes it. A
0: physical fight. It, no, Gene Wilder wins. It's the better Willy Wonka.
1: It'd be so wild to watch made those. It It'd be wild watching those two go at it. However you want to take that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay.
1: That leads perfectly into our nostalgia for this week. You came up with the brilliant idea of um, doing movies that influence us from years before we were born. So I was born in 82. You were born in sometime in the late 2000s or yeah, something. Right. I was
0: born in 89. <laughs> late 89. Um and yeah, so it's kind of it was kind of an interesting concept, right? We're kind of going over and over nostalgia ideas and for Rick and I we we don't really want to like stick ourselves to being like let's you know talk about a simple subject like oh, let's choose a toy from 1992 and talk about its history because maybe one of us didn't play with the toy, maybe neither of us played with that toy. So we like to keep nostalgia new. And what we did this week with movies that, you know, meant something to us as children, but they came out before we were born because this is something someone would have had to have shown you, you know, or suggested or put in for you. Unlike you seeing a commercial or an ad for something and being like, I want to see that shit. Right. Yeah. So, um, I kind of figured it's funny because I was going to ask you like what your year list looked like. You did five, right?
1: Yes, I've got five and like three, four, five I don't know. Honorable mentions up the Yang. <laughs>
0: okay. So let's go through your honorable mentions because I did not put any honorable mentions. And then we'll oh. flip flop on um telling our years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's it's. Super i, I what yours is going to be. Actually. I wanted to do a list. Of, I just wanted to do like without much research or anything of that. I was just like simply like, what are movies that I really hold hold to my heart? Like yeah. I love these movies, but were before my year, and that made it super interesting. So I really sat down, and it was really rapid fire of whatever popped in my head was going to be the ones.
0: It it took and then me it just a minute. Kept going. Right. Cause like I would think of movies and be like, no, that's gotta be in the nineties, you know? So it really did. Like you said, like I tried to rapid fire, but at the same time, like I, I legitimately had to think and there's, I have one on here that's genuinely close to when I was born. Sure. Right. Um, but like I, and just going back because, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm not a huge movie watcher. I was a big movie watcher growing up and like a bunch of tapes on VHS, but like I didn't watch a lot of old stuff, and then you start thinking about it, and you're like, yeah, there's a lot of movies out there that really shaped me as a, a you know, in my childhood, that determine what I watch today, you know. Yeah. So it, it'll be super interesting. Let's go through a couple of your honorable mentions, or let's go through your honorable mentions. Okay, uh, uh, I've kind of have
1: three. Uh, first one's like Universal Monsters: Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. That was a no-brainer. We've talked about that in the past. No biggie. We've done a whole episode on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yep. So I didn't want to put that one down because that one we've done my it. List. And then uh, Mary Poppins. Really? That one Disney classic. Uh, the uh, Julie Andrews. Yeah. Um, Dick Van Dyke. Huge fan of Dick Van Dyke. And that movie just captured my imagination. It's exactly like how my brain works, where I'm like, how could this simple thing go to the fantastical and that's what i love so much so much about mary poppins is the different art styles they use the fact they've got edwin and oh my goodness gracious yeah you know like (laughs) it's so fucking good so like those are my those are my three honorable mentions that's a
0: super interesting choice and i you know we've gotten to know each other pretty well but like there's still times where you surprise me with some of the stuff that you are passionate for you know like some of the stuff that really it's just like this played a part in you, in the person that you are, yeah. you know? And Mary Poppins is on that list of things that I did yeah. not. It shouldn't surprise me, but it does. Yeah. It does. I played uh, the chimney sweep in a third grade play. Oh, and shit. And I had to chase around my third grade crush. Like, um, I'm
1: going to get you. Yeah. Let me stick you with my broom. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we were third graders.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I guess romantic. that's true. But I did like her.
1: I'm going to start it off just because we're kind of coming off the Who Would Win. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, um, 1977, I believe, um, is when it came out. I think you're right. Oh, sorry, 1971. um, Gene Wilder. You're not right on that. Story of Roald Dahl. uh, Chocolatier has a factory. uh, Poor kid gets the golden ticket everything about this movie <laughs> it's it's so vibrant with the 70s colors and everything about it is so like oh weird and like oh you can eat everything in it and like the fizzy drinks and the scary ass like oh you're gonna we're getting too close to the blades and there's like a bit of like danger to it all but yeah. also the whimsy of it all it just bounces so well that it's like
0: creepy parts of that movie like them the on whole, boat
1: alone yeah exactly and he's singing his weird nursery rhyme oh thing about God. you're like stop it and slugworth and everything else you're just like this is weird it's so, it is wild that was one that was like instantaneous like gotta put that on the list
0: um Okay, because there was, see, it's weird. Let me ask you this. Do you have anything animated on your list? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm curious on pre-82 animation of what you have. Yeah, right? I'm curious if I can guess it.
1: Oh, you will. Yeah? (laughs) I'm sure once I say it, you're like, oh, of course, that fucking thing. Hmm. Is it a Disney movie? It's definitely a Disney movie. Who else was animating movies back then? That's true that's true 82 is oh. a weird like there's not much before that
0: um my first one is the closest one to my birth year uh that i have on the list and that's the land before time 1988 oh uh, yeah blues. Um, I'm a big, huge fan especially the first four they played a big role i still own all of them um there's eight total there's only <sighs> seven that matter there's really only four that matter um <laughs> But Land Before Time, the, the Little Foot and Tree Stars and it, all of it, dude. Those those movies, they taught you so much, even so young. You know, you got to learn about death and courage and everything else. And it was yeah. just like, it was super. It, those are back in the days where, like, they just didn't give a shit. They were just like, ah, fucking put it in. The kids will learn. That was when kids were hard, you know?
1: Really, exactly. like, that T-Rex was one of the most terrifying villains. And when they get stuck in the tar, you're like, oh, this is it. It's
0: the tar pits, oh, bro. Oh, like,
1: Oh, oh God. Oh yeah.
0: um, Land Before Time. I, I have two animated movies uh, on my list.
1: That, I remember having a distinct memory of, like, trying to collect all the hand puppets that you could get from Pizza Hut. Like, we, we we had them at one point, but unfortunately, we've moved so frequently, we no longer had it. But that was one of the coolest things, going to Pizza Hut. You'd be like, hey, could we get the combo where we pay the extra five bucks and get the fun little uh, hand things that, as a kid, you could stick your hand in? I couldn't imagine being able to try to do it now because, you know. Those were cool. Yeah. Oh, fuck. These yeah, are the puppets, that-
0: though. You're thinking of the ones from Dinosaurs that were the puppets
1: no no those are the ones sorry those are the ones i'm talking about yeah 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 where you put your hands in it's like stiff plastic yeah they're like stiff fuck yeah Ah, ducky just to
0: show you bro
1: (laughs) spike (laughs) uh petrie and of course sarah
0: i got them all
1: the worst (laughs) she is the worst She's she's such a brat through the whole thing, but like, they kind of showed the like every kid could probably relate to one of those kids, like in a way. We all want to be Littlefoot, but I know I'm probably closer to Petrie. You know, like
0: yeah. For for the audio (laughs) listeners, I have all all five of the the things that he's talking about. That's awesome. They're from like 1990. Oh, these ones are from 88.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say those were like released with uh released with the whole fucking thing. Yeah.
0: So, Land Before Time, nineteen eighty eight. Love it, love it,
1: dude, love it. Um, um, as you know, or you may not know, I'm huge. I like martial arts movies. I love kung fu movies. One of the first ones that really caught me was uh, Bruce Lee's Game of Death. Um martial arts movie star must fake his own death to find the people who are trying to kill him. He does exactly that. This is the one that has the iconic uh, yellow and black suit that he wears. And he basically has to go through these different levels of different people to get to the grandmaster at the end or whatever, to be like, stop fucking trying to kill me. Cause I'm going to kill you motherfucker. But like, it's, <laughs> it's just Bruce Lee in his prime. I mean, it's so fucking good. It's it's old school martial arts as well. Like, stuff wasn't as slick back then, but you could just tell the skill and the talent that it took from those old times, how they used to shoot yeah. action versus how it's all shot now. Like,
0: it's interesting because I never got into like old karate or martial arts movies. Like, yeah. my introduction to some of that stuff was like, you know, Old Boy and mm. like, oh, Old Boy. Oh, Fuck. No, fucking amazing movie, but. Yeah, like I i it wasn't anything that like my family was into, like my brother wasn't really into it. And so it never really got shown to me early enough for it to make a difference. And so even still to this day, like I can't go back you know, I might be able to watch fucking what, Inner the Dragon and some of those, but otherwise, like it's just not it doesn't do that much for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I find the pacing of older films is a lot harder to get past where they kind of a lot more dialogue, a little slower storytelling as opposed to today where you'll be like dialogue, dialogue, action scene, dialogue, it's real life, action, you, you know, know, like and and this really is life. very like, you know, so. Yeah,
0: it's interesting to see the evolution of movies through the years, especially in stuff like that. And like back yeah. like when it was just like people are doing their own shit. Like even to get to Jackie Chan days, damn, I should have a, I should have had a lot of honorable mentions
1: um yeah J- jackie chan was another one that probably should have made the list because yeah, like Rumble although, the, although the, the ones i'm thinking of I would be after like it would be after my 82 so it was like all right i oh, gotta yeah, do true. before so. it'll work for me probably <laughs> be like what give me first strike and all that which one game of death
0: oh game of death okay yeah. Yeah, yeah i started running through bruce lee movies in my head and i was like i don't remember what the fuck he said
1: yeah uh, game of death that's my favorite of Bruce Lee's, which might be controversial, what but year? I don't care. Uh 1978.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm close to that. All right. I got uh, yeah. So um I think I've talked about it before. Uh a lot of a lot of my horror fandom growing up, and it's not gonna be what you think it is. Um came from george a romero films i know we've talked about oh, this of twice before um night of the living dead of course we've watched it we love it it's it's fantastic for what it is um and i was forced to watch that one before i could watch the one that really made me fall in love which is dawn That's of the Dead, true. 1979 Fuck just yeah. prime george a romero fucking bangers I mean, it was the reason I was an entire, I was a zombie fan my entire life, you know, and I don't preach it a lot anymore because of the walking dead bullshit. Uh, but since I was a kid, like I remember having mm-hmm. Dawn of the dead, I'll tell you because I, I still have the movie. Uh, but Dawn of the dead originally, when I owned it growing up, came in an orange clamshell VHS case, um, uh-huh. uh, super colorful it was like rainbow on the front and yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. but yeah that 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 movie really kind of it was the first scary movie but wasn't scary movie that turned me on to like the monster scene i guess like in a weird way that where it wasn't just like you know killers or slashers or or something like that it was actually like oh shit shit's going wild because even night of the living dead especially it being in black and white it's not for everyone but there was a reason that that movie was so crazy at the time because of the anticipation of the thought that you could outrun these zombies but over time they're always gonna get you like you're gonna get got uh but yeah dawn of the dead 1979 george A. romero is still one of my favorite directors out there i think it just director yeah yeah but yeah that's what i thought
1: yeah he's director. i don't know
0: producer Fucking right. I don't A producer, know. Producer, writer, yeah, director. He did everything he, back then. He, he did it all. And yeah, all yeah, those yeah. old ones were great for me. Like, you know, when you look back at like uh day of the dead and army of the dead yeah. and and yeah. all of those old school ones, I thought they were fantastic. And they had exactly the same style of these are kind of ridiculous, but fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Tom Savini worked on that one and he's yeah. Savini fucking was original, ph- yeah. phenomenal freaking makeup effects guy. Um, the the scene that always catches like when I first saw that film, the helicopter blade just going poop and taking the zombie's fucking dome off. It's like oh
0: they did some stuff like that. What? You know, like you said, Tom Savini was on those movies, at least the first three, I think he did.
1: Something like that, yeah. Um
0: but like that's when they started like really figuring out gore how, and how to make and it look
1: legit because there's no time. Between that guy walking and then getting hit by the blade, you're like, "Oh sh- Did they kill a dude? For yeah, right. Time? They, they sacrifice <laughs> this man.
0: <laughs> it's one so shot, Timothy. Good. Otherwise, you'll live forever. Now's your chance.
1: It, it's it's for me. I'm I'm with you. Like that's the strongest entry into that Romero zombie verse. Yeah, is by far that one because you get the mall setting them clearing out the mall and then finding out like, oh yeah he, he right, just can't oh man Egg.
0: and i thought the remake was fine for what it was i could have did it without ving rames i think but
1: yeah i mean like, at least fine. they made it different enough from the, the original run. yeah yeah well they did the whole rage virus shit and yeah. whatever but uh anyways what 1979
0: Nineteen
1: seventy nine. yeah <sighs> nice yeah. Fucking awesome. Um, taking it back to 1963, the uh, animated film that you, you've you been – yeah, what's the one? Sword in the Stone.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense.
1: That <laughs> like, makes sense.
0: Wait, uh, when was
1: that released? 1963. Damn. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, 79 the- is my oldest, I will say.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> you're. I could have thrown weird, Willy Wonka in there. Yours is such an interesting one because from '89, everything before that is like there's so much good stuff in the '80s, '90, yeah, that you could have pulled from. that. I'm like, holy Which crap, is, he's you know,
0: by that point, my dad was you know, in his teens, so these are all the stuff that he's watching. This is what got passed yeah. down to me, right?
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah, the story of Arthur who becomes, um. Basically King Arthur, but like the adventure of it all and the magic of it all. And Merlin's fantastic. And and his fight with uh, Madame Mim is so fantastic.
0: That's crazy. I would have it's, never guessed it being that old.
1: And it's in my favorite. I love hand-drawn animation because, especially in this particular movie, you could still see some of the sketching on yeah. it. And in, in certain movements, you can see the still kind of like in between. Oh, it's just... Everything about it is magical, fun. The songs are great. Like it's
0: crazy to think, is even by the time you were born, that movie was still almost twenty years old. Like it's crazy. That's that's fucking wild.
1: But it's It's so good. I keep trying to get my kids to watch it, and they just want nothing to do with it. And it has that like old school. All the credits before the film, so you sit through five music of like the overture and all that before they get to the story. <laughs> like you're like, let's get bad. to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It straight, right. Huh. But Damn, yeah, man. nineteen six. I'm yeah, super curious.
0: Is that your oldest?
1: Uh I think so. Let me double check one. Yes, that is the oldest one. Okay.
0: That's that's interesting. <laughs> um I wouldn't have pegged that one. Because I was even going through like the Hobbit cartoon. Uh so, oh, punk, like, I didn't even think about yeah, that. That was super good too. Um my other animated one for top five of like, so I when I posed this question, I didn't think about this, right? When you think about these, these movies and the five that you have on your list, is all of them something that you would still like actively seek out today?
1: Oh, for sure.
0: So I have one that um, isn't on that yeah. list for me, right? Really? Yeah. It's a movie that I don't, like I wouldn't actively, like I'm almost afraid to watch it like, it's one of those type things. Not because hmm. I think it'll be bad in my older age, but because of how it made me feel in my younger age. Um, but oh. it's on the list because it was literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, made in 1981, and that's Fox and the Hound.
1: Oh, shit. Yes.
0: So Fox and the Hound, I was a big, I've read, you know, Where the Red Fern Grows a thousand times. Like, that style of story just stuck with me. We are big hunters and fishers growing up. Um, And, like, even, like, I, I still own it. I have it on VHS. I've looked at it a bunch, and it's just, especially now. And I think I've I've mentioned this before, but I'm getting real sensitive in my old age. Ooh. Like I'm I'm really hurting the fills as I get older, right? And I'm not even that old. Like I understand this. I say I'm getting older, but like I'm in my thirties now, and I'm choking up on the most ridiculous of things, it's, dude. Yeah. Like, like I can feel it, anything. I'm listening to Fucking, I. God forbid Sarah McLaughlin comes on this motherfucking TV with those dogs, bro. I'm going <laughs> to no. fucking ball. My demons will be aired to the world. So I know, like I said, with, with growing up and the way that, like I watched this movie religiously and like even growing up, like it didn't make me cry, you know, like I wasn't, sure. like it, it should have. It should have, but like when you're growing up, like you know, crying's for girls or whatever. Yeah. Oh, now god. all that pent up non-crying as a child—that's why it comes out so
1: hard on like us. Emotional crying. Like, when you're when you're when you're a boy growing up in the '80s and '90s, it was super about like no, boys don't cry. Fuck you up. hold it in. You yes. fucking get up and you throw dirt in it. Yes. You know, and then you exactly. get older, and now we're like a strong breeze comes across. Oh we're my like, oh god,
0: <laughs> I yeah. I yeah it's it's crazy but i had to throw it on there and i like i said when when i posed the question it's not necessarily a scenario i thought about but for a movie that really kind of like played a big part in my childhood like fox and the hound was it but as a 32 year old man sitting here today i don't know if i'll ever watch that movie again like it's it's one of those weird things like i can still picture most of the movie yeah But it just like even playing it through, like I can feel my throat getting dry. Like you stupid idiot, why are we
1: doing? (laughs) Dumb idea. We should do watch party of this movie so we both just be like, oh, they don't know they're supposed to be. He's supposed to be chasing him. Oh god, uh, it'd be ugly. It'd be ugly. The ugly
0: dude. Like (laughs) even over Discord, like doing a watch party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a fucking therapy session. But...
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember Drew being really big into the Fox and the Hound too. So I wonder if it's just like an eight late eighties kid thing that that one really because this one's like oh it's fine but I don't have the connection that you would and yeah. Drew same way was like that was my kind of Disney movie, movie
0: yeah because yeah. you wanted the fox like you wanted to keep that fox as a pet right and that old lady just fucking it was the best fox
1: yeah. Oof. Super sad. <laughs>
0: yeah. Give me something better, please.
1: All right. Well, I can go almost exact opposite to that. Um, this is probably my my closest closest to date one. Nineteen seventy nine. The Warriors. Oh fuck! Is my next one? Oh, for real? <laughs> no, it's my number Our number four is. It's my number and they're both the Warriors. That is fucking like fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Number four. Nope. There it is. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, for those who Warriors. don't know, in the, in the, <laughs> uh, the play. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I'm just going to read the synopsis for folks who may not know about this kind of cult movie. Uh, in the near future, a charismatic leader summons street gangs in New York in a bid to take over. When he is killed, the warriors are falsely blamed and now must fight their way home while every other gang is hunting them down that premise I love the idea of people trying to just just get back home yeah they and they're, the adventure it takes
0: and the, yeah, the fight for your life you know, and like you said they're they're falsely accused and they're hearing about it in bits and pieces through like a radio show, which I find oh. so fascinating. <laughs> like a radio show would be attached to like the gangs of New York. Yeah. And just be like giving updates on certain gangs and stuff like that. And, and the characters yeah. they use for the gangs, because they're not like, you know, like even the warriors, they wear a vest. They're, they're wearing everyone's got uniforms, right? Like most of the people yeah. are dressed in uniforms or themes of some sort. <laughs> and like, like you said, their encounters, cause it's Coney Island. I I always wanted to say Staten Island, but it's fucking Coney Island, right?
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, they're getting back to Coney Island. Yeah,
0: but like just the old grimy, like '70s subway feel, and running through the alleyways, and the you know they they're getting stopped by parties and shit like this, and it's just like all the shenanigans that go with going with getting home on a night that you're gonna get your fucking ass kicked. Like, by everybody.
1: Yeah. Everybody's gunning for you. Legitly, everybody's gunning for you. And like you're saying, the different gangs all have personalities of their own. Like, the main guys, the Warriors, yeah, they have the vest. But then you've got, like, the baseball guys who come after them, which is like... Full face paint. That, that's the group that's terrifying because it's like, oh, no, they legitly are carrying backs and shit. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, because it was like, almost like... Even at the end of that movie, is like really the first time you see a true blue weapon that isn't like a switchblade or a fucking brute force. <laughs> and it was like disrespectful.
1: Yeah. Because you're know? you just you'd get on the streets and you'd fight each other. you just fight each other. Yeah. You'd be like, and they, and we'll they weren't scared that to way. throw
0: punches. They were strategic. And when they were getting into battles and stuff, like it was that entire movie from the beginning to the end is super, super interesting, especially like it's one of those movies that at the end of it, you're like, I could be in a gang. Like, if gangs were like this, I would be in a gang.
1: You yeah, know? Like, I'm for real. <laughs> you think of, like, your group of friends, you'd be like, yeah, we could be a cool gang. We'd be a real cool gang. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We wouldn't fight like them, but we'd be a cool gang. Yeah. And it's cool, because even back then, you're looking at late 70s, you know, there's just the integration of, like, white and black through the entire thing in yeah. Hispanic and 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 everything. It's, oh, it's There was just no colors. It was all about colors of your gang not colors of your skin like yeah, gangs are gangs yeah. boys and it yeah it i love that fucking movie dude i can't it's funny that you mentioned it and we got to knock out two right there <laughs> but yeah i was curious if we'd have something cross paths
1: there it is right number four the warriors um pretty freaking fake. i guess we'll switch
0: it up and i'll go with my number five okay but first actually this is what we're gonna do right Mine's probably gonna be easier than yours, and I'm trying to think if this is even possible for me. Cause
2: you
1: What's already your took a- told me.
0: I'm trying to think if, it, like, if we could guess our last me. ones.
1: Oh, I wouldn't even know, cause like I said, you've got. A longer leash than I do of movies you could guess. Like from that time, even if we just kept it to nine years from yeah, eighty to eighty nine.
0: Well, I'll tell you, fuck you within those nine years. Um maybe we could do hints. Like I could give you a hint. I could give you the year. But see, I think it's easier for you to guess my final one, right? Um, because you're first of all, a like you've watched a lot more movies than I have hands down. This this is your forte is, is the movie area. Um, and I feel like most of the stuff that I'm genuinely in love with, I've said out aloud and you could probably narrow it down pretty quick to what I have said and what I'm missing. But yours is tough for me because I wasn't watching a lot of stuff pre 1980, you know, like you've already mentioned Willy Wonka and I'm running out of of stuff, pre 1980. Is this something I would know?
1: I think once you find out, you'll be like, "Oh, okay. I know. Uh, I I know. Okay. So cool." <laughs> I think well, you're aware of it, but yeah. maybe I I don't. I can honestly say I don't know if you've seen this one.
0: Uh, take a take a last guess in mind.
1: Um,
0: I'll give you two guesses. Can
1: I can I can I do like the 20 questions? Is it animal? Is it mineral?
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, it, it, you're gonna when you get it, you're gonna be like, "Yeah."
1: Uh, Is it horror? Of course. Oof. Is it from 1981? It's from the year before that. Oh, 1980. Is it... um...
0: Wait, 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 wait. Let me double check this.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, is it Friday the 13th Part 2?
0: It's not Part (laughs) 2. So I wrote down Friday the 13th, right? Um, because it is it's it's weird because it is not my favorite by any means yeah okay but it, it and it doesn't have anything to do with why we love you know two through 13 or however <laughs> many they're out now um friday the 13th originally came out in 80 right part two comes out in 81 they pretty much made one a year for like six years or something
1: yeah. then it, They were like, okay. Oh, And you God. could, you could yeah. take
0: your pick. You're probably right. I should have wrote, cause I even wrote 81 on the paperwork knowing damn well that the movie came out in 80. And when you said it and I said 80, I was like, wait, is this right? And I looked at part two, wrote 81, but I'm, I'm just going to throw that franchise out there. Cause most of the ones that I've seen came out before I was born. So take your pick or one sh- through seven. Yeah. Six. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, of course, of <laughs> course, my my final one, it, it's it's always and forever will be Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th. And that is the reason I love slashers. It's the reason that I love horror. And it just hands down, like those were the movies that really got me into being like, this is fucking scary. And I love it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like like I mentioned earlier with George A. Romero stuff, the zombie stuff like you're never really scared. And especially as a kid watching it, it didn't make that much of a difference um, because they were fucking zombies, you know? They're monsters. Whereas Jason, on the other hand, like, I always wanted to go to summer camp, and these motherfuckers getting murdered at summer camp, yeah. right? You like, knew. there was some genuine fear to, like, when this motherfucker was going to show up, and why can't I outrun him?
1: Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's, it's a good call, man. It's just... It's unfortunate that, like, Sean Cunningham and the other that the original director and I think one of the writers are having this legal dispute on who owns what, and they can't come to an agreement to just be able to make, whether they reboot it or try to do like Halloween, what they've done with Halloween recently. And let let us get just more Jason yeah. in whatever form it comes. Like the last time we no, saw him,
0: Jason X, like if I they like have, that movie, it's
1: the kills in it are great. The one liners are great. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's I over the top. It's like, happened, but... yeah, me too. But like, where are you gonna go when he's done all this? Of course, you got to take him to space and then have him come <laughs> down and fight Freddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I,
0: yeah, I mean, I, yeah. What do you dig? This motherfucker keeps coming <laughs> like, back. Shoot him to space. Like... Like,
1: oh, let's unthaw this guy. You're like, don't be an idiot. Oh, you're an idiot. So like, yeah, true. But no, you're right. That that franchise is.
0: I tried to mix it up too, right? So like, yeah. you know, I didn't want to be like, because I could have put all horror on here. Like, I could have did five horror oh. movies that just changed the. Like, Your yeah, list like, is a lot
1: easier than mine because mine would be like Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe Psycho, Exorcist. Okay, okay, we're actually gonna have done yeah, that we actually going to Yeah, we could have smashed through <laughs> horror movies. Like, but like, I feel like we talk horror a lot. And like, we do. I was like, I I didn't want to do qu- right away obvious ones that's why i like the universal stuff i took and that's off the why plate I stayed
0: friday the 13th till the end because i was like you it know, is an obvious one for me and it's yeah. one thing that I, one probably one movie franchise that i've talked about more than any other on this yeah you know on this podcast so <laughs> yeah friday the 13th my number five and I, i'll just go through it i did land before time the warriors fox and the hound friday the 13th dawn of the dead
1: it's a great list man it's that pretty would good be a, list. like that'd be, that'd be a great day of movie watching because it'd be like this great combination of like you know you could start with the horror movie and then have a palate cleanser with Land Before Time and then you go to the Warriors cuz it's so different, you know, it's a little darker and grittier than Land Before like it's yeah, a good list dude it, for sure. It,
0: I mean, like you said, like there's very few things that really show mine in your age gap for what it is, you know, in 7 years it's not that long, but in the sake of or like in the conversation of pop culture and entertainment purposes Seven years a long-ass time, especially technology-wise and, and where, you know, that industry was going at that time versus, like, what was being made before you were born. Because, like you said, I had the entire 80s. I was born in November of 89, nonetheless. Yeah, I was barely yeah. born in the fucking 80s. <laughs> like, barely. I was 11 when the trade centers went down.
1: <laughs> you had graduated. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, oh, my God. Wild, wild times. Um, Boy, I don't know how to do this last one. I could give you the years,
0: 1968. <laughs> 1968.
1: Give me a genre. Musical comedy? 1968. <laughs> That like knows it down none because that's all those movies were back all then. I didn't think it's fucking
0: Wizard of Oz, but I think that's pre-68, right? Yeah, that's 60...
1: like 1930 something. Oh, is
0: it that old? Fuck.
1: Um As first movie to have like color.
0: 1968 musical comedy.
1: Um, let's see what else could
0: I fuck with me.
1: Hmm. What's a clue I could give you?
0: Is it rated PG or R?
1: It is rated G.
0: Oh, so it's animated.
1: Not animated.
0: Not animated.
1: <laughs> Fucking Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? It's Chitty Chitty Bang is Bang. Is it Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Yeah.
0: Let's
2: go, baby. <laughs> Let's go.
1: <laughs> Dick Van Dyke was my dude back in the day. That's like so
0: weird though.
1: I watched his reruns of his show, I watched anything that would ever have him on it. I'm such a huge Dick Van Dyke fan that Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang Bang, that's the reason like,
0: I guess Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, he he got was me he with the Mary he, Poppins thing.
1: Yeah, he he was he was Jim Carrey before Jim Carrey. You know, like he was the comedian guy. He's charismatic. He's fun. He's willing to kind of make an ass out of himself to to make a joke or this. But this movie. About a car that can kind of do whatever, yeah. but it's also this weird fever dream of is this actually happening? Yeah. Or are they just having a picnic imagining all this? Is this some fucking, fucking Nanny McPhee right. type shit? Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, like I said, the only reason I guess Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was because of the Mary Poppins choice. Otherwise, I didn't, if you hadn't given me that, oh. I would have never, never have gotten that. Um, I have seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
1: Uh, Oh, ooh, shit. Ee,
0: ooh, uh, uh, right? Is that it?
1: Chitter, chitter, bang, bang. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah that's, ee,
0: ooh, uh,
1: uh, it's like, bing, uh, bang, ooh, chitty, you, chitter, chitter, bang,
0: bang.
1: Yeah. yeah. We love you. <laughs> Hi. Oh, everywhere we go, we love him too. <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll God, it, we'll it's get. been forever since I watched this yeah, one. Yeah, dude. I was, was just time. looking over some of these credits and, like, the writer, uh, it's a novel based off of Ian Fleming's work which you might know him. He's the writer of 007, James oh, okay. Bond stuff. That's really where he's known. But the screenplay was done by Roald Dahl, the Not guy sure. who fucking wrote Willy Wonka and the Chocolate.
0: Uh, what else? Is, God damn it. It's going to fuck me up too.
1: Uh, James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant
0: Peach. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking
1: big, of. Big fucking giant. Oh sorry, BFG. When? Um... But like damn, this movie. movie. Toot too Sweet. Uh, that song's great. Um, you got the 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 weird like child catcher in it. Ooh, super See, creepy. Now you're With- getting
0: like you're getting some deep cuts in here, and I'm like, I'm losing it. I can still picture the front because it was a white case. And they were all piled on the car like fucking yeah. hillbillies. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it's I gotta a watch this movie. Bang,
0: bang, man, is that is that a Disney <laughs> flick?
1: Uh, United Artists were the original like, ones who did that one, but I'm sure at this out. point, who I fucking feel like knows? I've seen
0: I, it on streaming somewhere. I I couldn't watch it. Don't get me wrong, but
1: it's and what's wild is that it's almost two and a half hours long. What? Yeah, for like a, I mean, it's not a kids movie, but it, I mean, by today's standards, like it would G, be general. You know what I'm saying? That's like,
0: good. yeah, but all those no, old school movies were like. These the are, again, are we, yeah, and we go back to this whole, like, you know, what kids could take back then versus, like, they definitely can't now, right? Like, yeah. I'd have got beat growing up. I'm, like, even in the 90s, I'd have got beat growing up for acting like a baby. Like, I, physically, like, this isn't like a, oh, yeah, they a, no, I would have gotten hit. Yeah. Like, I'd have gotten hit. It wouldn't have been, like, closed fist. They wouldn't have, like, fucking abused me. And I tell, I've say that all the time. Like, I-, I was never abused. I was disciplined, you know? And yeah. people would be like, well, that's, you know, that's still wrong. It's like, no, it <laughs> fucking worked. So, like, is it wrong if it worked? I don't resent my parents for fucking hitting me when I did wrong. That seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Like, I fucking deserve that. You know? I didn't like it. Yeah. And so you just, you know... But like you look at those movies and stuff that were that were made back then and that was the type of kids that they were going to was like the you know like you guys will be fine. Like we don't we could care less about your yeah. brain and how fucked up you might get. Like bitch you might also <laughs> yeah. have to go to war. So <laughs> there's Truly, that Truly yes yes
1: yes. yes. <laughs> dealing with the, the more serious stuff and, and and you know back in those days where it's now it's like it's not nearly as bad as it once was like we got it pretty good. I swear the further all we get into continue. doing
0: this podcast, the more we sound like old dudes telling kids to get off our fucking lawns. Like, kids these days, they can't <laughs> fucking handle a damn thing.
1: But they were super like, no, but we love the shit that's coming out now. Because I'm also going to
0: cry watching Fox in the House. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My dad's not around anymore. I can let it out. <laughs> that's cool man i think we do more more of this stuff it's tough because like i'd love to do it with video games right but it's (laughs) that's a hard genre for me because now you're getting into like atari stuff and by the time that i was born like my first game system was a nintendo of course um and then i got a sega and i never played atari stuff growing up It, it holds no nostalgia and just about everything i played it would only be nintendo games that we could talk about sure for you you can't even talk about fucking games even know what computers Good lord now you can, like you do commodore atari uh, yeah atari is apple like II. i remember
1: the atari but like
0: no apple II might have been later
1: i yeah that i mean that was time where you just played with your you know action figures or you went outside and played like different time for sure
0: yeah <laughs> fuck the outside fuck the outside it's scary um Cool. With all that being said, if you got anything else, or are we trying to wrap this little son bitch
1: up? Man, we I think we nailed it out of the park with this. I was so much fun doing, and like I like kind of the guessing game of it. Like once we kind of like felt it out, it was like, oh, I wonder what it could be. But like, it's easy, but it's hard at the same time because even with like a nine year whatever, yeah, there's still like hundreds of movies that have came out,
0: thousands. I mean, um, and and. Cause we have to understand too. Like by the time that I was born, you'd have still only been seven. So there's like yeah. there's stuff you know that came out within those years that I could have chosen that you might have not have still been able to watch at that point. You know, even though they came after. Like, it's seven. I know. I know. But
1: yeah, we, we, very we had very we had a short, vivid leash. memories of watching Poltergeist and being scarred by that movie. For me,
0: it was Porky's <laughs> and seeing titties for the first time and knowing oh, that God. was bad, dude. Like porkies and I was just like, Those are boobies. Those are fucking boobies. And they're not making me hard yet, which is not what I was supposed to, but I was just like, I'm not supposed to be seeing these boobies. Like this is bad. They these are boobies. And my dad was <laughs> like, You should watch parties. this movie. <laughs> 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 um Yeah, no, this this was fun. I, I enjoy I enjoy these ones. Like these these choose a year ones or these weird scenario ones. So um but as we wrap this thing up, uh, as always, you guys can find us at retronomapod.com. I'm always just going to pimp it out. We stream the channel or stream the 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 podcast live on Facebook and Twitch, as of right now, at least. Uh, but you can find links to everything and all that and the Instagrams and the stuff. Uh, I've had some fun stuff going on at the job lately, so I've posted some of that stuff to the Instagram stories. Yeah. I see some inside of some old machines and some bullshit Uh, but yeah, other than that, um, (laughs) check out the, check out the website, contact us. What do you want to hear next?
1: Oh, that would be fun. Have people give us like, Hey, we want to hear what movies you liked or what games you played or anything toys. Like we're not limited by just that. Like, uh,
0: no, no, I could talk. Look, I could bullshit about just about (laughs) anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. fucking That's 12 strange. minutes on
0: my phone and I'll I'll be a fucking expert, or at least enough for a 45-minute conversation.
1: <laughs> exactly. But to take us out like we always do with the weird question of the week, how do they test an animal's color blindness? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Look, uh, uh as always, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode of the Retro Nomopod. We love you, and we will catch you next week.
1: Good night, don't you know.